Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. This is Naked Pine. Naked Pine. M.I.P. With Masamela Matsumal. Mark Thompson. Naked Pine. Get woke. Ladies and gentlemen, we're happy to welcome back to Make It Plain, the Secretary of Labor, Marty Walsh. Mr. Secretary, how are you today? Great. It's good. It's good to be on again, and, and uh, it's a good day. It's a blessed day. It, it is a blessed day, and especially after the outstanding jobs report, uh, what, 943,000 job gains during the month of July? Yeah, it's been, it's been I'd say it's been a good stretch here. We had a, a great job day, as you said, 943,000 jobs, and that's 4 million jobs since the president has uh, got sworn in, inaugurated, and then we were able to pass a bipartisan bill through the United States Senate, a $1.3 trillion infrastructure bill. Uh, so it's, uh, it's, been a, it's been a good uh, a good four or five days here uh, in, the, in the Biden administration. Um, and we can attribute a lot of these gains to the gradual reopening, can't we? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the reopening. There's no question about it. And I think that it's also vaccines. You know, when the president came in here in January, he passed a, a bill through the, Amer- the Congress and the Senate, the American Rescue Plan, uh, which made investments in vaccines for Americans, made investment in child care. We've seen $39 million, billion, excuse me, go out through the federal government into cities and towns across America. Uh, we still have more work to do. There's no question about it. You know, last week's job report was a great one one of the largest in the history of our country. The problem is that we're still seeing uh, the communities of color, particularly the African-American community, still uh, the numbers aren't where we want to be. The percentage dropped a whole point in a month from 9.2 to 8.2, but we're still talking 8.2% unemployment in the black community. So uh, we, have, we have work to do. In fact, there's a statistic that black and Hispanic women have been the most likely to lose their jobs throughout the whole COVID crisis. What are your thoughts about that, and, and what can we do about it? Well, unfortunately, I'd love to say I was surprised, but why would I be surprised? We've seen that in the past in this country. And, and so uh, what we have to do, though, is come back stronger and can't go back to the normal. And I think that when the president talks about his Build Back Better agenda, this is the companion piece to the physical infrastructure bill. There is money in there, $400 billion dollars that's gonna go into the CARES economy. Many of the people that work in that industry, when I say many, 80 plus percent of the people that work in that CARES economy industry 
uh, women and women of color that, that quite honestly are being paid uh, in some cases less than a, a living wage, less than a minimum wage. And the idea behind the investment is about better job training and more opportunity, but also increasing wages. So we have work to do there. And I think that, you know, hopefully um, as we move forward here in the next, you know, f- three, four, five weeks, we'll start to see some of that legislation moving out of Congress and get to the president's desk so we can start making those investments and changing people's lives, quite honestly. Indeed. And that's obviously very, very important. More MIP after this message. And now with schools reopening, too, because we know a lot of state and local employment was lost and education is, it is what drives state and local employment. We can probably see in this month of August and probably September, hopefully some of those numbers go back up, right? You hit the nail on the head. Well, one of the, one of the reasons why the, the July report was so, uh, was so good because of the, that very reason. Uh, education, it was, it was, I believe, was the second largest gain in employment this month. The first was leisure and hospitality and restaurants. And the second was, it was government education on the local level. And uh, so, yeah, we, you're absolutely right. So I, I thought, you know, I think back to my days being a mayor with the investments from the American Rescue Plan in this country, you're going to see more and more cities and towns staffing up. Many of those folks, some were laid off, some were let go, some were furloughed, some some just left the market altogether. But we're going to have to, with schools opening, we are going to have to fill those jobs. And you think about those can be good paying jobs. And, and sometimes they're, sometimes might be part-time jobs, lunch monitors and things like that in schools. So it really helps a lot, lots of different segments of the economy. Bus drivers is another one. Um, making sure that people have that ability. You know, a lot of bus drivers are laid off and let go. So we, we really have some real good opportunities here. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's very important. Are you concerned, though, Mr. Secretary, about this Delta variant and, and the possibility of that possibly setting us back somewhat? I, I am a little bit. You know, I'm concerned in the sense of um, we've lived through COVID now for the last 18 months. Uh, and we've seen the numbers go up and down almost in every place in America. And that's why the president has been encouraging and the vice president, myself and other cabinet members have been encouraging people to get vaccinated to make sure they go out and, and get the shot. 71% of Americans, adult Americans, have at least one one vaccine shot. There's two messages I just want to pass along. One is to, to people that aren't getting the COVID-19 shot because of politics. And, and unfortunately, politics has played a role in it. Please. Let's not play politics. Don't play politics with your life. Don't play politics with the Delta variant. Um, you know, people are getting very sick. It's a different type of strand of, of coronavirus. And we want to make sure that you stay safe and your family is safe, stay safe. Also in the African-American community, I know that there's a distrust uh, in the medical field uh, from a past history. And I, and I, I understand and, 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 and acknowledge that. But I also want to make sure the African-American community, you know, make sure that, you know, talk to talk to the clergy, talk to talk to the leaders, talk to your medical professionals. It's important that you get vaccinated. We need everyone in this country to get vaccinated. Uh, we saw at the height of the pandemic, the African-American community, uh, at least in Boston, was hit the hardest. The, the most cases of COVID-19, the highest rate all along. Uh, many cities and towns can say that. And we want to make sure that as the Delta variant is working its way, unfortunately, through many cities and towns in America, we want to make sure you're safe, keep you safe, keep your family safe, and keep you alive. More MIP after this message. Let me ask you this, Mr. Secretary. I know we don't have a lot of time left, but a, a journalist colleague of mine, Eric Bollard, has been writing about some of the news coverage of President Biden or the lack thereof of positive news coverage. I don't know if you're aware of this, but Friday's NBC Nightly News did not last Friday's on the day the jobs report came out, did not mention the jobs report, nor did the CBS Evening News. 
ABC World News, and I mentioned it at the at the end of of the report. And the Washington Post, as big as the jobs report was, had it ranked as its eleventh most important headline on its website, behind an article about Senator Joe Manchin's houseboat. How are you feeling about? It, it seems some of the media is still maybe in Trump world. They they liked his drama. But it's like what Joe Biden is doing is, is it, I guess, being successful is too ordinary. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you think about that? I think we just have to continue to get the message out there every day through local media in a lot of cases. I spent a lot of time talking to local media all across this country. Yes. Uh, when I was a mayor, it was local media that, that I would send my press releases to. It was local media that I would call uh, the, the local community newspaper or the local, you know, maybe cable TV station. Uh, that's where people, in a lot of ways, get their news. And, and I think that, you know, that number last week was a good number. There's, there's still a lot of... There's a lot of press going on. So I'm just going to say to you that, you know, I'm going to come on your show every time you ask me to come on if I can make it and be here, because I know a lot of people pay attention that might not be watching the nightly news, might not be flipping on one of the big networks at night, but they're tuning into you. So that's why I'm here today. Well, I appreciate that. Lastly, Eva McKend of Spectrum News has tweeted about you, the secretary. She tweets of President Biden's cabinet. I wonder who has the most aggressive travel schedule. She also writes, every time I look in my inbox, I feel like Secretary Marty Walsh is on the move again. He'll meet with labor leaders for an infrastructure event in Indiana Monday. It seems like he's never in D.C. She's saying you're very busy. You're out there amongst the people. Is that true? Would you like to come? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I'm out a lot. I, you know, I started my week uh, in Nevada uh, last week. Uh, I went from Nevada to Oregon to California to Pittsburgh. In this coming week, I think my schedule, I might have it wrong, but I think I'm starting in Indiana, going to Ohio, uh, going to West Virginia, uh, and then I'm going to be in Chicago, Illinois. So uh, we're out there talking. That's what we should be doing. We should be connecting to the American people. You can't talk to American people sitting behind a desk. You have to be out there talking to people, and that's what we're going to do as much of it as possible. Secretary Walsh, congratulations on the great jobs report. Hopefully the recovery will continue to happen. Appreciate you joining us on Make It Plain as always, okay? Thanks, Rev. Appreciate it. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear... It has been made plain. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.